See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Anyway. On with the show. Hey, on with our show. After all that bitching and moaning, on with bitchin the show. Bitching and moaning. This is the slow bitching and moaning a go-go show. Slow bitching robot. Slow bitching moan a go-go. Dot, yeah. That sounds dirty. No. Yeah. So anyway, this is slow robot a go-go. Big show number 147. Huh. Those are three numbers that you put together. Hey, that could be the winning lottery number. It could be. Run out and play it, everyone. Cash three. Florida Lotto. <laughs> or you could just go over and flush your dollar down the toilet. Same amount of enjoyment. Same amount of enjoyment. Well, not as much, you know, but, you know. <laughs> okay, so my name is Mal. With me, as always, Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. We are the show dedicated to uh, reviewing, talking about, bringing to light B through Z grade movies, and oftentimes having fun with them. By, by, by the way, we got a compliment from King Don on our Empire of the Ants show. So, oh, yeah? Yeah, he liked nice. it. Thank you, King Don. Yeah. And by the way, that is an H.G. Wells story or book. I thought it was, and I thought they just, I thought, I, I thought they hijacked they just cribbed it. No, it really is. I looked it up, so, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that would have been funny if H.G. Wells would have been like writing like, and then a taught uh, Joan Collins flings yeah, right. <laughs> herself away from the ant. No, I don't think he said yeah, Joan Collins. Yeah, and, and, and older Joan Collins with her <laughs> head bandana. Oh, 60s, late, oh, late 60s, early 70s. You're so crazy. Yeah, anyway. But forget about that. Listen to this. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher, please rate and review the show. And if you're listening to it from com, thank you. On there, there's three podcasts. Slow Robot Go-Go, number one. The uh, two dimension, two dimension podcast, a comic book podcast with no direction, usually pointing north. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> and uh, and that is not me, but that is uh, friends of mine. Who's King, on that show? King Don, King Rook, Don Rook, Dallas, uh, uh, yeah, Houston, and, Houston, and, uh, and, and you, and, and, and uh, Doctor Morris. And then the last one is, of course, the longest running podcast in the history of the internet. Bunch of dorks. It started in a hundred. It started in nineteen oh four. Yeah. And uh, they were actually engraving it on the tin at that time. Nice. And the town criers would go And you could play it on that mic and that, yeah. that, that speed. Uh, uh, on my Edison. On my Edison, uh, cylinder uh, phone. Cylinder, yeah. Yeah, that, that thing. And other lies. And if you want to hear more of me, go uh this Radio St. Pete. I have a little show called The Indie Circuit every Sunday, 10 p.m., where I am playing music and the likes and talking and uh, not cursing because it's like more of a radio show. We don't curse that much on this show. Hey, you know what? I, don't, I I used to a lot, and then I realized how dumb it makes me sound that I don't anymore no. so much. I mean, every now and then for emphasis. Yeah, every once in a while. Because we have the explicit pat tag, and if a show really gets on, or if a movie really gets under my skin, I might let yeah, something you fly. Yeah, you might. No. All right. Uh, and what else? What else is there? Nothing else? Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, hey there's, there's something else. Yeah, the, the video. The video. Oh, oh. Yeah. No. Yeah, so uh, we started our own creature feature. So if you're listening to this... Well, hold on. Write this down, then hit pause. If you're listening to this, write down Creature Feature with Doc and Clown. That is a YouTube channel. Now hit pause. Now go and watch the videos because they're funny. And hit like and subscribe. 
Now hit pause, and then watch that, and then come back, and then we'll keep talking. Okay. We'll just wait here while you Yeah, do we'll that. just wait here while you we'll just, just take your own time. We'll just have some dead silence here for you while you do that. Yeah, like I could sit dead in silence for 15 minutes. That's a yeah. that's an impossibility. Okay. Maybe after that you can go punch out God. That's the chance of that. Oh, that's man. a Sin City. That's a, that's a losing uh, That's a Sin City uh, ref, uh, line. Oh, Sin City, my favorite mm. movie that I never got to see. <laughs> Youch. Okay, that's uh, that's it. Story that's there. it for my shenanigans. What you got going on, Mang? Destination Nightmare, my podcast, comic book scans, movie reviews, and all sorts of good things. Check it out. There's also links to all our shows on on Destination Nightmare too, so you can get there uh, from that destination as well. You know, and because we we gave out the bunch of dork site, uh, which we do every week. But we actually, um, we also have the uh, our direct site for this show, which is slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. The dots are obviously periods, hmm. um, and they uh, we're getting decent, good, decent flow, you good, know. And I good. bet you we're getting it from your from your site. I hope your, so. Your site's slamming. I hope and so. And everyone goes there. That's the hip place to be. Yeah, for all the kids. All the kids. Get off my yard, you kids. <laughs> Beepers and, and Beepers baggy pants. Beepers and baggy pants and. Uh, Caps backwards and, and other all that stuff. late to or mid to early nineties references. Yeah, right. I love the mid to early nineties. Actually, I had a good do time. You? Yeah, I do. I had a good time. Good times. Good times. After that, not so much. All right. Well, we're gonna do our this week. We're, we've changed up once again because it's the end of the year. We're doing a Christmas movie, and then we're we're also we we're do, instead of the two movie format, we're gonna do our uh, top ten list. We're gonna go. We're back bringing to it, the top bringing 10. it back, old school, baby. Bringing it back. But uh, before that, let's. There's something that came up in the news that I think is kind of worth talking about. Okay. Oh, you're talking about the hacking thing. The, yeah. Well, the the infamous uh, Sony created a movie which was a fairly aggressive premise. It is. It really is. Um, yeah. about two guys that are gonna that 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 the government's trying to have go kill Kim Jong Un. Ill. Un. Is it Un's the kid. Il's oh, the Il's, Il, 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 it was okay to make fun of Ill. Well, yeah. Cause, you know, Team America. One of the things... And, okay, so the, 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 to summarize this in a cliff note form, Sony makes this image, uh, this picture. It's a comedy. Uh, Sony gets hacked with some very... quote-unquote comedy. Yeah, comedy. With some very threatening, like, if you put this movie out, we're going to kill you and your family. blow up movie theaters. They're blowing up movie theaters, stuff like that. So, Sony pulls the picture. Now... Pictures have been pulled in the past, and I haven't seen the movie, and I don't know anything about the movie, really. Nobody's seen it. Other than, I'm fairly certain, even though the premise is that, that the end of the movie would be that Kim Jong-un is actually really a fun guy, and they like like him. I think they kill him in the end. Well, that's the premise, but I don't think they do kill him. I think they do in the movie. Yeah, I think they do. Like, I have like nobody's seen it. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. Like, I, I guarantee they wouldn't kill him. I, mm. oh, I can't guarantee that. Like, I, I'll bet you dollars to donuts that at the end it's 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 kind of a lighthearted comedy, and they're like, <clears> oh, <throat> either they fail miserably and go home, or they they get to him and they like love him, and then they're such good friends, and it changes world policy, like. It probably would have had a good ending, not just a rah rah. We blew up Kim Jong Un. I don't know. I mean, maybe they did. I don't know. But I don't know. we'll never know. And and so well, they, we will know. It will we'll, be out at some point. Well, how? Well, apparently, some people that know how to find things on the internet have found <laughs> bootleg copies of it on. Oh yeah. yeah it's, well, it's out there. Anything like that is gonna get out. You know. It's out there. What do you thought? What do you think about them? They're a to pull it. 
I guess it's their it's I guess it's their right. You know what I mean? If they fear that people are going to get killed if they take the threat, you know, uh kind of like the smart thing to do. And you know, I I guess they have the right. I think it's I I don't know. I really don't know what to think. It's too early in the game. You know, I don't know if it's like I don't know if I want to agree with people like George Clooney that say, oh, it's un-American to do this, or if I want to say, well, it's better to be safe than sorry, you know, or we're bowing down to uh, terrorists in other countries or whatever. I really don't know. I really don't have an opinion on it yet, mm. you know. I'm I'm leaning more towards they should show it. I thought they should have showed it, too. But I don't know. I mean, what do I know? Because... What do I know? Because doesn't this... Well, this is the old argument that, of course, now this opens the floodgate. Yeah, Anytime, if Anonymous doesn't like something, they'll just threaten to shut but it it's down. A, but They're, it's a stupid premise for a movie. It's a, it's a, it's a Josh, uh, whatever his name, Josh Rogan yeah. movie. So I know it's going to be snarky and idiotic or whatever. It's a stupid premise. Then again, years ago, they did a movie about assassinating George Bush, and nobody, you know, we didn't, you know, we didn't threaten anybody with it or anything like that. So. Know. You know, I you know, and who knows if North Korea really is behind it? I mean, the FBI says they did, but there's some people online that speculate that it sounds like an inside job. So who the hell knows? It's too early in the yeah. uh, to really have any opinion on this. Now I know North Korea has some power, but look, they're kind of like the uh. they're kind of like the laughing stock of the community. Like you know, what I mean, like they they make a lot of threats, but what they, are you gonna look? They're the crazy neighbor. Yeah, I know, but... The They're crazy, far away, but, you know... The crazy neighbor is living next to the world's biggest freaking bully. Who, who, and who China, owns them. Well, China will them, shut yeah. them down if they get yeah, too lippy, true, you know. It is true, you know. And, uh... You I, don't, know. I don't know much... I don't know much about that part of the world. I just... I do, because I was over there. You, and, yeah, uh, you were in Korea. Yeah. I saw North Korea. I went to the DMZ and looked across and, watch, and like you look and you're like... Oh. Some guy on, on TV was saying that on average... This is a weird stat... That North Koreans are like uh, half a foot shorter than South Koreans. I wonder if that has anything to do with their diet or the yeah. the people that you know. But anyway, I you know whatever. I mean, I don't want to get involved in this crap. You know, I think it's all. Well, and I guess, hey, hey, listen. Yeah. Look, look, let me put it to this way: my conspiratorial side, side nature. You know what it says? This is the greatest publicity stunt ever in the world. Wouldn't that be funny to make a stupid movie become the biggest movie of all time? Oh my God! That's my conspiratorial. If that would be if that would be the truth, that'd be crazy, dude. I I I don't know. That's my one of my conspiratorial sides. Because South Park, like you said, South Park put out that uh, Team America. Team America. They they would have never stopped anything. If anything, they would do more to to infuriate everyone. Like they don't. That and Trey are all about like that pushing things so far that you go, oh my God, would you stop? And they won't. You know, I don't know. All right, that's it. Well, well who well, knows? We'll, we'll see. Time well, will tell, right? Well, you, well, even, well. Let's. Say, I will editorialize a little bit on something different. On another note of something that happened this week, if if the idiots in Washington or the idiot businessmen think that opening up relations with no, that no. little island south of us is going to really is, make so much money, no, no, this is BOD. Morons. I know it is BOD, but since we're editorializing, I'm sticking it in this I, one too. I have one note: BOD. Cuba. Cuba. That's all it says. Because I, I, I know you're gonna have a lot more insight and a lot more opinion. The, the, you know, somewhat, but you know, whatever. But that's basically it. So let's just on with the show, as they say. All right, we're gonna do some trailers, and then when we come back, it's gonna be our all-time craziest top ten wishes for 2015. Yeah. Yeah. You can't keep running away from things. You gotta be tough. <laughs> ah! Ah! Snakes! Oh, no! 
Cut your underpants! I hate those things! You've been coffetized, blackularized, and superflied. You've been macked, hammered, slaughtered, and shafted. And now we're going to turn you on to some brand new jive. You're going to be glorified, unified, and filled with pride when you see five on the black hand side. Say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. Oh, talk that talk, John Henry. Controlling women is an art. I am leaving, Mr. Brooks. But where you planning on going? To the zoo? You gonna put down that spear? Can a buffalo skate? What? I might not be the baddest man in the world, but I'm in the top two, and my father is getting old. <laughs> From United Artists, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. Okay, move along there. Black mama, white mama. Two of the toughest chicks ever put behind bars. Fate tossed them together in the same prison, but their color kept them apart until they escaped, chained together at the wrists. Black mama, white mama, with nothing to go back to, nothing up front but trouble. Black mama, white mama, they endured every humiliation imaginable in a woman's prison, and now they were free, a thousand miles from nowhere. Bound together by chains, hate, and the erotic desires a woman gets after a thousand nights without a man. See, Black Mama, White Mama, rated R, under 17, not admitted without a parent. Black Mama, White Mama, they were free, but not from each other. So, uh, you an artist or something? Uh, yeah. You do paintings or... Yeah, paintings. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. What do you paint mostly? I don't know, just people and fruit and shit. That is art. People just... and fruit and shit. <laughs> I don't know, that's from Idiocracy. What a great movie. All right, so as teased before the thing, we're going to do our top ten wishes for 2015. What are you go ahead and hit your list for us right. there, Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown. Alright, let's see. My list. List. Well, of course, number one, world peace, of course. Because of oh. course we know that could happen. Because of, you know, our great It's in your it's in your nature to destroy yourselves. Alright, exactly. Terminator three. I wanna wish four, yeah, all my friends and family good health and wealth. Ah, you know. nice. Wish uh, some for yourself, too, man. A job. <laughs> a job, yes. I wish that for myself. Yeah, like, know. I'm going to get a little greedy now. A job. I want one of those things. Okay. Uh, I wish the the Colts would win the Super Bowl. You know, I'm wishing that. Admiral. Admirable. Uh, yeah, Admiral. Thank you. I got to take my glasses off so I can see. Uh, <laughs> you know, I just started, that, that just started happening to me. Oh, yeah, you're And I don't know if that means that, like, I'm getting older or that... Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that's does. probably what it means, but it I mean, does. I wonder if that means that my, my, maybe my glasses are too strong, because when I go close up, then I have to take them off. You might I'm get like, a little oh. near far-sighted. Yeah, right. Anyway. Okay, I want, I want the 2015 to be the end of karaoke TV shows like American Idol and, the, and all that. Oh, you garbage. wish, dude. Those are for the rest of your life. Uh, and also, I want there to be an end to reality shows as well. And I want there to be, I wish to be an end to info, all late night infomercials on television, which I hate so much. <laughs> and I wish for... But Billy Mays, man. 
Yeah. No, he's, he's dead. dead now. And I wish for some of my favorite B movie people to get stars on the Hollywood Walk oh, of Fame. Can you imagine if, they, if some of those like those iconic ones, like Ed Wood and Tor Johnson? They're not. And Rondo Hatton? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. And Ray Dennis Steckler. And Al <laughs> Adamson. He doesn't, he doesn't have one. Those guys. And uh, I, I would like Hollywood to make remakes of some of our favorite movies. Wait, like remakes? Yeah, or yeah, like remakes, like make uh, up, huh. you know, like brand new, you know, like with with good effects, remakes of all my favorite movies. Like I'd like to see a remake of Mono's Hands of Fate. See, now that's <laughs> that's interesting because I I'm I'm generally against, totally against remakes. Well, I just like to see it because I like to see them waste billions of dollars on some of these great movies. I'd like to see a remake of Operation Las Vegas, one of our classic movies that we watched. I'd like to see a remake of The Incredibly Strange Creatures Who Stopped Living and Became Mixed-Up Zombies. Sure. And um, Hell Squad. I would love a remake of Hell Squad. Oh, man. Can you imagine that with, now with all that silicone goodness bouncing around? Yeah. and um, Genetically enhanced freaks. And, and other stuff. But that's my, those are my, some of my wishes for next year. That's okay. it. That's it? That's it. Okay, mine's a little bit different, but it always is. All right, my top ten wishes for 2015. A good a good new sci-fi movie not starring Tom Cruise. I'd like okay. that. Um, I'd like to move up in my job. Um, Moving on up. Yeah. Uh, you see, over the years I've held various... Sometimes it's good to move sideways, though. Well, we'll see. Uh, I, over the years I've, I've moved up and down throughout the ranks. Uh, I was manager over an entire floor for a while. I was manager over customer service, and I went back to into being a special artist, special an art. It was what was it called? Special products artist group. Did all kinds of weird stuff, and then I was over pre-flight. Like I like I did all this jumping around, and um, after Korea, I came back and I really kind of said like I gotta, I really want to start focusing and and actually like move up up up. <sighs> the, I don't know, man. It's I don't think it's a possibility, but we'll see. All right. Not in that place. Yeah, maybe not. Okay, next one. I want to get the new uh, Five Six Seven Eights albums. Not only last week did I find out that there was a new album being released on the the 30th of December, which I was like, oh my god. I also found out that they had already they already released a seven inch vinyl record over in Japan that I didn't know anything about. Oh my god, is what I'm saying. Yes. So I'm gonna order like two of each of those. Nice. One to play and one to like keep behind glass that no one can even look at. Yeah. Okay. So Why not? after that, the five, six, seven, eight, seven, then, you know, it really would be nice for me to actually lose some damn weight. Yeah. Um. You know, I think that's one thing that might be actually holding me back, uh, from like. Well, that's not a wish. That's people, what you gotta no, do. It. People, I know. People like say, oh, you know, it doesn't matter your skills. They're full of shit. Like. If you want to move up, like be promoting something like that, you have to be like thin, tall. Like uh, I'll never know. be tall, but like it, it does, it does, um, it does put some. There is something there, that, you know. You got to uh, get a lot more brown on your nose too. Yeah, well, I don't do that. Uh, you know, but I, when I went to when, again when I went to Korea, I like stripped out a lot of weight and I was lifting weights every day and I was nice. just like I was I was I came back really thin and I immediately just like went. Right, like right back to what I was, and I was so sad. And I'm so sad right now, and I'm like, I gotta really do that. Back to, at least back to, like I'll never be thin, 
but like just slightly less of a Manageable. fat ass. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, this just I, know, I have a range that's okay. I'm okay in, and I'm outside of that range. You know? Okay, so listen, Dan, wait. Um, I want our video project to take off. Hopefully, with uh, with that's that. That's not. That's not a wish. That's just gonna happen. No, I know. I want it to take off, but I hopefully with uh, with that one place we keep talking about. Well, I don't even care. I'm just gonna. I do don't this. either. You know, and, and you this know, is gonna be great. It's gonna I get was, better every week. It's gonna get even more bizarre. And I was talking week. to Promi, and you know what the funniest thing was? Because I was like, I was like, yeah, we just got with, well with the YouTube channel. I watched that one special or that one um, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Uh, please subscribe, which is a documentary about making it on YouTube, and very interesting, very eye opening. And I said, so I think this was this is really smart. This is a good way to go. And then Promi goes, yeah, because otherwise you're gonna claw your way onto some local TV channel, and they're gonna stick you on at three o'clock in, in between two infomercials, and then bitch about how you don't have any ratings. And I said, you know, you're damn, you're a hundred percent right. I don't know. Like we, if we would get put on a TV show, we'd get buried and then we'd just flounder. You know what I mean? Like they wouldn't want it to succeed, so they we wouldn't. My my know? my my whole thing about this show is just to make it as, like you said, the magic word Gonzo. <laughs> fun, crazy, fun, crazy movies and every all the cool stuff and to take it to a, a, a to amp it up a little bit. Yeah, I wish I could. Just what what my brain thinks and sees. I wish I could put that on v- film. That would get some viewers. I have. Some, yeah, well, I'm trying. I have some insane thoughts. I, I like have, I have I some have like real ideas, and that's, and that's why I'm giving you some of these videos. Nice. Some of my All right. So, thoughts. hopefully, our video thing. Other thing. Uh, obviously, I've been saving for. I can, I'm going to keep saving for. I really would like to pick up a badass hot rod sooner or later. Mm. I'm far. I'm far off, but you never know what'll happen. You know what I mean? Like I've just been squirreling away money. I'm saving and saving and saving and saving. I really want to get that very fast hot rod to just rip around in. Nice. Yes, it will be nice. Uh, I want to play more guitar. I guess I also want to play guitar better. I guess, I, but that would be with playing guitar. I got away from it. What happened was with the four kittens that have invaded the home. My guitar. I used to keep a guitar out in the living room, and I would just play that almost every I'll night. Just, it just up. pick it up and play it. No, I think they'll knock it over, and that's they'll break it. I don't, mm. you know. So when I moved it out of the living room, I noticed I stopped playing guitar. So that sucks. I have to figure mm. something out. Okay. Okay. I have to work on my pinball skills for the competitions. Um, I have, actually have a pinball competition tournament coming up on the twenty fourth of J- January. Wow. And those. And what I people like like you just laughed because I said that, but <clears throat> what happens is I'm an okay pinball player, not the greatest, but I'm not the worst either. But what happens is these tournaments are like sometimes up to twelve hours long. Oh my god! Now that's what happens. I fade. Like you have to really kind of be conditioned well, to, you gotta do to, training, con- man. You to gotta concentrate. Get. No, I just have to play a lot more, a lot more. You have to concentrate for that long. It's not well, you easy. Have to get, you know? well, 12, besides, forget the playing. 12 hours, you wear, anybody wears out unless you're like, you know, on like uh, Mountain Dew intravenously or, or something meth. like that. Should I be on meth? meth? I should just yeah. go on meth, yeah, maybe. Yeah, whatever. All right, well, so that's it. I have to, I have to amp up my pinball skills because uh, competition's coming up soon. Um, I want to watch more movies. Oh, God. Help. I have to really, I, I'd like to watch a lot more movies. Oh, God, help you. I got <laughs> to clear out my garage and then also, in the, the same thing, say declutter my house and yeah. sell more stuff. Uh, I, got, I have to get my nunchuck business dialed in and producing. <laughs> uh, I did my first, I made my first product a couple times, and uh, it's just too heavy. I have to just, I'll fix it. It's going to be a product I'm going to sell, but it, I have to keep like 
honing yeah. it in. And then once it's honed in, I want to sell, you know, start selling. And uh, last one is spend less time on social media and send, spend more time in life. So there you go. That was my deeply thought out uh, top ten list of thirteen things. It's more. It's almost more like things that I want to do. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. Anyway, so that's it. On with the show. All what right, are we we'll, gonna do next? More trailers. Yeah, we'll do a trailer, trailer break. Then we're gonna because then we're gonna hammer out. What's our Christmas movie for the? Is it, this is this it, movie uh, has a bunch of titles to it, by the way. Oh, Silent does? Night, Evil Night. Uh, that's the that's the big one, but that's not. The, I think it's called a Christmas Story, isn't it? Uh, well, the guy did direct a Christmas Story. I, I know story. he did. That's what I was just actually the, the, actually this movie's name was changed to Silent Night, Evil Night because they thought that the original title might make it seem like it's a black exploitation movie. Believe it or not. <laughs> nice. Anyway. All right. So when we come back, we're going to be doing what? Trailer. We'll tell you when we oh, get back. Oh, okay. Wow. That's ultimate cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Ah! It says 100% guaranteed, you moron. Mister, if you don't shut up, I'm going to kick 100% of your ass. This podcast is listening to you. You're going to be a little bit more. He won the Medal of Honor in Vietnam. He was busted from the San Diego police force. And the girl he loved was killed by the Pacific Ocean. In the last day and a half, he's creamed a motorcycle cop in Colorado. Wiped out a Jaguar XKE in Utah. And kept a rendezvous with two bulldozers in Cisco, California. His name is Kowalski, and he lives with speed to get himself up, to get himself gone. Barry Newman is Kowalski in Vanishing Point. In his supercharged Challenger, he ran through every roadblock, speed trap, and dragnet the cops of four states could come up with. It took him 26 hours to become a legend, a hero, the super driver of the Golden West. Barry Newman, Dean Jagger, Cleavon Little, Vanishing Point, in color from 20th Century Fox, rated GP, all ages, parental guidance. It's happening, it's wild, and it's now. It's the Fonda Festival of Motion Picture Entertainment. Three big hits starring that easy rider Peter Fonda in three completely different roles. In The Wild Angels, Peter tangles with the real McCoy, the Hells Angels of Venice, California. In Spirits of the Dead, he joins with Brigitte Bardot, Alain Delon, and Terence Stamp in recreating one of Edgar Allan Poe's most terrifying tales. In The Trip, Peter teams with Dennis Hopper and Susan Strasberg for a dramatic journey into the weird world of the psychedelic. It's a complete Fonda festival. The Trip, Spirits of the Dead, and the classic The Wild Angels, all in color. Don't miss the many moods of Peter Fonda in the Fonda Festival. Three memorable Peter Fonda hits on one program. Rated R. Reverend Bane of Little Shop of Horrors, now comes Nudist Colony of the Dead, a horror, comedy, zombie, romance, musical, now in its third month at the Complex Theater in Hollywood. Nudist Colony of the Dead, with ten totally demented musical numbers and a lot of dead, naked dancing girls. We are naked, gay, and free, scrody odi There's spirituality. There's no need for lust. Gore. And I don't care if he chops off my whole head. Mass murder. 
Nudist Colony of the Dead performs at the Complex Theater, 6476 Santa Monica Boulevard, just east of Wilcox in Hollywood. Performances are Fridays and Saturdays at 8 p.m. and Sundays at 7 p.m., now through August 27th. Don't miss the show that's being called the Rocky Horror Show of the 90s, Nudist Colony of the Dead. For reservations and information, 818-994-3262. That number again is 818-994-3262. You'll be seen at the Nudist Colony of the Dead. Alright. We got the nudist, nudist colony of the dead, the Peter Fonda triple feature, and vanishing. I point. think AMC's doing that. That's going to be the spinoff to The Walking Dead, nudist <laughs> colony of the dead, I think. It's going to be why, great, I'll tell why, you. Why not? Boobs falling off and stuff like that. It's going to be awesome. Vanishing Point's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, was the t- that was the first trailer. Uh, yeah. yeah, it is a good movie. We should watch that. I have that. I, find, I have a DVD of that. I think that. I have that too. I think I bought it, like the super DVD of it. Yeah, not unlike the remake, which was by I think uh, the guy from the there was a remake and they, one of the guys what? Jason Priestley did the remake of That's it. That's not is that true? <laughs> oh did. my god! It was god. a made-for-TV thing. Yeah, it was oh, really bad. Boo! We, we, you know what? We should do a show one day. <laughs> we should do a show one day where we where, when we each do a movie and we'll do the original and the remake. And that oh, I'd love can, to do that. We got to do that. We got to find one to do that. Well, that's, a, that's, a, that's pretty cool. That's an interesting gimmick. They ha- they remade this one. They did in two thousand. Oh yeah, I heard it's horrible. And too. I wanted to watch it. I couldn't find it. I was going to watch both of them and then just do like a oh my god and this is how they. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll All do right. that. We'll, we'll, we'll end up trashing the remake. Pa- you, you, you patent pending uh, Morbius Enterprises yeah, Clown Shoe yeah, Productions. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. It. So what what the hell are we doing this week? Black man? Christmas. Black Christmas from nineteen seventy four. From Gl- Graydon Clark. No, Bob Clark. Okay, Graydon Clark is is cool. <laughs> Hobgoblin and others and others and others. This is another. We're doing a. This is like a tribute to Bob Clark. A Death Dream is a Bob Clark movie too. Oh, okay. And and in Death Dream, wasn't that the movie that we watched a few weeks ago where there was an obscene phone caller? Was it Death Dream? There was another movie where where we watched that an obscene phone. There was caller. something and it didn't go anywhere. Where you're like, uh, this is more obscene phone. This is like you said before. That was definitely a thing in the '70s. Oh the obscene God. phone call. And you know what? I this put, one is goes. This one is beyond the obscene yeah, phone. Call, I, I put Black Christmas, aka Ringing Phones and Barking Dogs, the movie. Yeah, definitely. Because I'll tell yeah. you what, if you have a, a low tolerance for dog barking and phone ringing. Well, then you probably shouldn't watch this movie. And yeah. you know what? I don't have a tolerance for ringing phones and, and dogs barking. <laughs> I wanted to put my fist through this freaking through the TV halfway through this with a ringing and ringing and ringing. Oh, God. But it's a, it is actually a good movie. And, it was actually, oh, yeah. and it's actually the movie that kind of inspired a bunch of crappy movies. Oh, like Hider in the House. Uh, yeah. Watcher don't answer in, the phone. Watcher in the Attic. Don't it answer did, the it, phone. It did inspire Halloween. So really yeah, okay yeah yeah like the the <coughs> point of view shot of the killer was like that oh, was the yeah. first time kind of but this movie is kind of a takeoff on Psycho in a way that's the one that, that inspired yeah. them all you know that got me that got kind of annoying the point of view at first I was like okay that's cool and I was like well the idea that they they didn't want to show and they never did and know. they never did it's kind of a novel take or whatever it's yeah. an interesting take on the whole thing. This movie probably was a lot scarier to people in 1974. Oh yeah, it was. Than it is now. It has its moments. Tense movie. It is a tense movie. It does have its moments, you know. But it's definitely like of its time. But he, but it's still a well done movie. It's well acted for the oh, most yeah. part. And there's a lot of interesting things about it. There's a lot of interesting... Margot Kidder's in it. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, that, that crazy Before she lady. freaked out and went She was kind of... Well, you can see from that movie that she wasn't acting anymore. She was probably like, 
just being drunk and you know belligerent all the time on this on this movie. <laughs> they were probably like, you know, we're gonna switch your two characters. You're now that one. Just be yourself. It was interesting. It was interesting that that one character, Phil. Phyllis or whatever was Andrea Martin, you know, the girl with the curly hair yeah. from SCTV. Oh. That this is, but originally the part was given to Gilda Radner. Oh my God, this would have been awesome. And she had to turn it down because she picked up Saturday Night Live during the middle of it, so she actually, yeah. So Gilda Radner, I I have a lot of admiration for her. I really enjoyed her. Yeah, I loved her yeah, acting. Yeah, she would have been in she this was movie. Gilda so Radner. great. I was just surprised to see uh, Andrea Martin. I go, really? I didn't realize she's in this movie, you know. And then Kier Dulé, the boyfriend. He's from 2001: A Space Odyssey. He's one of the guys. They go, really? That oh, was, wow. Now wait, was that the piano player or was that the the, the fur piano coat? player? Dude, rocking the fur coat, man. Remember when dudes you fur, could wear fur coats from uh, dudes could wear fur coats that were like trench coat length. Fur coat is Art Hingle. He did tons of movies <laughs> in television. He's known. He's best known as in, in another Bob Clark movie, Porky's. He's in Porky's uh, also. He reminds you of somebody that should be a cowboy or a bully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you know oh, what I mean? Like he has yeah. that look that you're like. He's probably gonna beat somebody up or something. Like he's gonna push people around, like kind of be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and, so, and yeah. It, was, it was actually a well done movie. But I could see scenes from this movie that remind me of other Bob Clark movies. So there's definitely like a style. But right. this is where you kind of this is completely different from uh, Death Dream, though, in a lot of ways. Even mm. though it does have the low budget feel yeah. to it because it was just shot in a house basically oh, yeah. you know? oh and john saxon how could we can john, john saxon. saxon i saw him and i was like thank you jesus right right after this is right after i think um enter the dragon this is 74 yeah john so let me saxon. let me ask you this and i have this i have this like later down in my notes but we might as well do it now cooler cat steve mcqueen or john saxon Oh, that's a real tough one, dude. See, I like. I'm going to go with Saxon. I would go with Saxon too. I'm going to go with Saxon just because he he did more movies. But Steve McQueen was a badass. That's okay. I mean, they're they're both like cool Bullet, as I cool mean, as uh, the other side of the freaking pillow. But John like, Saxon. Yeah, I would go Saxon too, and I, I don't even know why. McQueen he, is a badass. Like, don't get me wrong, he is all kinds of badass. John Saxon did all sorts of stuff. He did like a lot more B movies. So just and, because of the B movie <laughs> heritage that he's given us. I gotta go Saxon. And I, McQueen, Saxon had to be tougher. I mean, I don't know. Steve McQueen was apparently like a like you know didn't take anything from anybody. I, I yeah, I believe that. Yeah, he seems like a real tough at, tough guy. But Saxon, I think, is a tough guy. Like, yeah, he is. He's a karate guy. That's what I mean. I think guy, he like yeah. like I don't know. Yeah, I, a, gotta, it, I gotta go with Saxon. It's an interesting but. question because I. That's like that's like comparing two bars of gold or two. You know what I mean? Like they're both awesome. You're like, okay, well, yeah, yeah. I, I, that hit me when I was watching him because I forget what scene it was. Like he just got done ripping that guy apart, and then he's like, they, they saw fellatio on the thing. Yeah, and he, yeah, he, right. he starts laughing like and he, that was good. He switched in mid scene. I was like, dude, this guy's badass. Yeah, yeah, he's, he he's, is so yeah, funny yeah, and cool. John Saxon is one of my favorite guys. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah, he's definitely. still around, isn't he? He is still around. Yeah, he does the. I don't know if he does movies anymore, but he does the the shows. You know, the autograph shows and all. Oh that my stuff. god, I'd love to meet him. Yeah, yeah. If he's yeah. ever in the area, let me know. Yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll drive anywhere in Florida to get a John Saxon yeah, autograph. Again, I was reading about originally the, the his part was given to. To uh, Edmund O'Brien, but he got sick, so then somebody knew that one of the guys in the movies knew Saxon, so he was brought out the last minute. And that's good because I think he he plays a good role in the movie. You know, yeah. he's really he's really good at the as the sergeant he's or funny. whatever. And he's cool too. This, like, and this movie also includes one of the worst police departments ever in the history of. Uh, a film. One of those in that police department. Oh, it's so great. All right. Uh, well, yeah, let's get anyway. into the movie. I mean, I, I guess... Oh, yeah, and the lead actress, Olivia Hussey from uh, 
uh, Romeo and Juliet. Oh, no. no. <laughs> you know, it's funny. She's got a British accent, but I looked up. She was born in Argentina, but I guess she went to uh, Britain, Britain or whatever. She's got that English accent. So See, and you don't pretty. even realize she's the star. Very pretty. Like, no, there was a lot of good There was a lot of going movie. on, and then, like, like, you didn't, she didn't really, because the, the house mother is hilarious. But, so, you know, Margot Kidder's chewing up scenery, you know. I mean, everybody's doing it. John Saxon comes in, he's taking over. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of good, strong That house mother was funny. Yeah, like yeah. I seriously like kind of laughed. I I enjoyed the With character. With the booze and the uh, and I usually don't like those characters. Like they're usually kind of like annoying. But she was she pulled it off. Like when she was like she's like ah and she's like make, talk, like saying what the guy said as she's put on her hat and she flips them off. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. And and, and, there, and there's some some. some there's some posters in this movie that are pure 70s. Oh, dude, it's so cool. Like the one where Granny's like flipping the bird at yeah. the end. And going the, the, the like, that's right out of the love. back of National Lampoon. Yeah. And the two people making love. Making love in the peace. Yeah, like, so, wow. so like I, I was exp- I was wanting to see a Black Light poster, but we couldn't get well, one. Did you see that one that was like the Arius and it was like the Ram and it had like all yeah, these like words on it? So like, freaking 70s. Uh, but it's set 70s. in the sorority house, so the creepiest. The creepiest, most gothic sorority house ever in the history of uh, also humanity. the most like the most varying aged age of the yes these weren't all like taut little eighteen no. year old girls they were like you know this ran the gamut swim exactly like <laughs> maybe okay. one of them looked a little young but the other I mean Margot Kidder was like <laughs> drunk and smoking and swearing and the 40. whole time and I I was like I was like watching this I was like. Boy, I bet you the remake, they were all just about 18, you know, yeah. with, like, lots of fake things bolted yeah, on. Yeah, no, these were, like, real real women in this movie. <laughs> okay, yeah. so... Yeah, it's funny. Margot Kidder was only 25, but she looked like she was in her 30s already. She had a rough life at that, that hard point. hard living was already catching up with her or whatever. Yeah, so, that, what's yeah. the premise of this movie? Let's let's get into this now. We've, we've Okay, the premise of this movie is that there's a sorority house, and there's all these girls with all these stories, and then some some creep... Crawls up into the, the world's attic. tallest lattice. Yes, the world's tallest lattice. Yeah. The side of this house goes all the way up. It's like a three-story house, and there's a lattice all the way up to the top. And you're like, really? How big were you expecting this vine to grow? Like yeah. it's like Jack and the Beanstalk. They wanted to like have the beans to go up to heaven, and you know visit Jack up there. And then and then dude gets up in the attic and then, you know, all hell yep. breaks loose. Yep. And he's POV. It's it's it You never see the guy except there's one scene the one where he's the killing Margot killer. Kidder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where you see a flash of him, and he's and he doesn't look like anybody else in the movie. Nondescript. So. He looks like the Ser- Serpico from... Uh, yeah, something from, like um, that. Uh, Jal Pacino, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, not Serpico. The S- Crazy Harry. The Dirty Harry. Oh, yeah, the Zodiac Killer. The from Zodiac Dirty Killer Harry. from Dirty Harry. That's what he looks Andrew like. Andrew Robinson. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. But there's like a flash. You don't really see his face. But at any rate, yeah, so he's, in, so he's hiding in the... Uh, in the attic, and he keeps calling the house with like all these phone calls, which are the first one's pretty rude. I mean, yeah. it's like then they, later on they just became like Agnes or some crap. No, like no, that. they were like weird, and it was almost like they were they were layering demonic speaking. Yes, it yes. was a ve- they became very obviously no, nobody could do this on the phone. No, no, um, and it was three people doing it in real yeah. life. You know, it wasn't just one voice and doing it. it was, right off the bat, I'm like, nobody listened to prank calls. Like they literally would, hang up. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. They were like, eh, and they'd be like, okay, you know, and you'd swear at them or say I'm going to come and kill you, and then you'd hang the phone up. But for the, but for the necessity of the film, yeah, they listened. Girls gathered around and listened. To uh, all ten of them were like, oh, that's interesting, you know, for a lot, for a while too. You're like, isn't it time to hang this up? Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, but um, yeah, so 
they're all listening, and Margot Kidder's like, she's got the booze in her hand and a cigarette, and she's like making her, you know, wisecracks or whatever. And one girl's kind of offended by it. And her like, boyfriend comes to visit her or something like that. Fur coat, man, you know, or handle <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. He comes to visit her, and he leaves. Because I think it's time for break or something, and they were yeah, all going to th- go. This is like right for Christmas break. So this was this is part of the thing that made this movie very well written, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, small. It's a sorority house. I don't know what city this was. This is shot in Canada. Canada? Okay. But I don't know if it's made to be... I don't know if it's supposed yeah, to be Yeah, they never Canada. said... Meanwhile, in Chicago, like, they never yeah. said, like, where they were. But it was a cold... It looked it's cold. It's north. As, it looked cold as hell there. Oh, my it's God. It's up north. And, um, you know, this is sorority. The classes are over. They're going on break. So, at that time, people just leave. Yeah. That's what... That's part of what is... But like adds into the story, you know. You have these girls. One of them goes missing. The the one that's the nice one. That yeah. one that you kind of go, oh, that's a likable character. Yeah. She gets killed. Like, and it's quick. Yeah, she you gets. Know. She gets after the phone call after her boyfriend's appearance. She's going up to Packer's stuff Packer's and she stuff hears for, something in the closet. Which you know, there was a cat in the room. There's yeah. no way a cat's gonna let something stand in their room without like. Uh, they'd be like, hey, 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 clawing, and then yeah, and hey, right. and meow, 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 like yeah, stranger, right. yeah, you know, right. like because I know I've had cats my whole life. Nobody can ever stand in a room just stand there without the cat going, hey, uh, either feed me or get out. Like cats don't. It's funny, but she because she's supposed to be the nice girl, but she's the one that's got the granny flipping off in the in the yeah. back, and she's got the peace she sign the with the people heart, making yeah. it. Yeah, she's a secret, yeah. you know, crazy wild girl. child or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So anyway, so she goes, she hears something in the closet, so she thinks that one of her friends is in there, and then she gets like uh, you know uh, asphyxiated, asphyxiated with the uh, with the plastic from the. From the clothes or whatever. Yeah, it's weird. And then there, there's that there's there's a there's a, a thematic thing from Death Dream, where it's like the rocking chair. Yeah, he put the rocking. He chair. takes her up into the attic, le- leaves her wrapped up, and puts her in a rocking chair. You'd have to be a strong dude to carry somebody up some steps into an attic. Yeah, well, he's a, he's got that he's got that insane strength. Because I've lifted a lot of weights. Yeah. M- carrying somebody up in the attic, you can forget it, dude. That's like a five-person job with ropes and shit. There is no way you're going to carry 120, 130 pounds of dead weight. Yeah. Because that's the problem. Dead weight is just like, pretend there's a heavy bag or a bag full of sand sure. and it's 130 pounds. You're like, uh-huh. I've, I've, I've had to do that. It's rough. Yeah, not a yeah. person, but a bag of sand. Yeah, yeah. But, and that's like that's like 20 pounds. And you're like, Jesus Christ, this is heavy. Like, so try and imagine that, you know, but whatever. Go so ahead. anyway, he takes her up there, and, like, she's sitting there in her, in her rocking chair, you know. And in, and in the meantime, her dad comes looking for her. Yeah, then gets pelted with a snowball for some reason. From some bus driver guy or something. No, no, the kids. He was in charge. Oh, bus driver, kid, he was in charge no, of the kids, and they're like, oh, sorry, I dropped my guard. And he said something... It was a weird exchange, but whatever. So he's like, yeah. Oh. So the dad comes looking for her, and then all these other subplots come in where it's like, the main girl Jess, her boyfriend, you know, she's pregnant and he well, doesn't want her, and he's mentally unstable. He's not right, and she's like wants to have an abortion. He says you can't have an abortion. He's ready. My There's kid. a little soap opera thing going on. Yeah, he's ready oh for his God. his concert recital, his important concert recital. He's been practicing for all these years. And that years sounds like two cats rolling around on a freaking keyboard. It doesn't sound. Yeah, very and good and, at and all. this movie was made in '74, and '73 is when the Roe v. Wade decision went down. So I guess they were trying to insinu- you know, capitalize on yeah. that controversy. Plot point. Yeah, plot point. So you got that going on, and the dad's looking for the uh, 
for the you know his daughter and they they're looking through the house and they can't find her so they're, they're going and they're, she's trying to find the boyfriend and he doesn't know where she is yeah, and th- that's when i was like wait is this gonna be about one killing like i at first i was like i thought this was gonna be a mass murder movie typical hider in the house crap yeah uh which there's even a there's even a uh, there's a movie where freaking what's his name with the big teeth oh god crazy guy Randy Quaid? No, crazier. Uh, uh, Crash Busey? to Harley. Yeah, Busey? there's a there's a there's a movie where Busey is a hider in the house. Oh sure, perfect. Uh, weird, but uh, so he, so I thought okay, this is gonna be a mass murder thing. But then there was only one murder for some, quite some time. Yeah, this went and I was on like, for a oh. while before. Well, yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, this is gonna be like one person, and then how do we figure out who did it? Yeah, right. But then it then it ramps up again because there's a lot going on that. There's a lot of really small subplots There's in this movie. There's a lot of subplots. Which, it doesn't distract, but you're like, kind of confuses you. It you're does like, confuse you, but and it's well acted, so you kind of go <laughs> along with it, you know, and it's not a slow yeah. paced. Like, it, where it, are we going with this stuff, it, you it's, know? It's, it's, cleverly, it's cleverly slow play, paced, because there's yeah. not a lot going on, but it's clever. It keeps you interested. Oh, yeah. Because it's going to be another hour before, the you know, the S hits the F, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, in, but in the meantime... You can say fan on air. Yeah, you can. <laughs> the S hits the fan. But in the meantime, they, they're go, the, the dad goes to the... When the shit hits the F. Yeah, when the shit hits the F. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's our new show, folks. ShitHitTheF.com forward yeah. slash slow It's our new robot. podcast. Yeah. And, uh, Go we're ahead, actually going to fling poop at uh, the <laughs> sorry. microphones. And, sorry. Uh, just actually, no, it's our new video show. We're just going to fling poop at, uh, at fans. And we'll That'd see be a bestseller. Uh, it'll that, be a bestseller. That, 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 that would have so many Yeah, it's hits. a good Christmas gift for, right, you know, right. the, for the person who doesn't have everything. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, and so they go to the police station. And, of course, there's a bumbling police officer there, you know, like... <laughs> Goofball police officer guy who's trying Fife, to take it down. Like a, like yeah, Barney Fife, Fife Jr. Fife guy, yeah, yeah, you know. And in the meantime, I guess there's another girl that's gone missing. So Yeah, like know, a little girl. There's like a little girl that's gone missing. That's 13 another subplot. Or 12 or 13 And one thing girl, about yeah. this movie that's good is that they don't really show you much. It's very... Tan- no. not, well, the language is coarse in a lot of scenes, but it's very... Uh, it's very... Um, Tame in the gore content. I'm really glad that when they found the little girl, they didn't show it because that oh, would have been just see too that. depressing. I don't want to see that, I mean? man. Yeah. So the whole town, including the girls in the sorority, are going out on. Uh, you know, they're all going out to look for this this little girl. You know. Yeah, they started old school like posse. Yeah, kind of looking like or, or what search parties. Search party, yeah, and then and John Saxon's with his yeah. You're introduced horn, you know? to John Saxon and all that kind of stuff. So you know they're going around and looking for her and all that stuff. And in the meantime, you know. You know, dirtbags like you don't. I guess that I guess dirtbag did kill the little girl, but you don't really know, you know, because they don't, you don't really know. link them to. You it. don't know, like for all you know. I mean, there is a scene where you, I think you see him where he's out of the attic. You know, he's. I don't think he's in the attic the whole time. I think he comes and goes from. Well, he comes out to kill the cop. Yeah, exactly. So he does. He is out of the attic. He's not in there the whole time. You know, they're all there. You but know? then after the police thing, they kill the 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 the, the house mother gets killed. Yeah, she's like she's uh, she basically goes with the father to he gives her a ride and because he has to go to the police station or something and she has to come back and then when she comes back she's like you and know she, and again she's packing to leave she's getting she's picked up by leave. somebody yeah, exactly so yeah. no one would notice if she was gone no one noticed when that lady was gone at first because she was supposed to be leaving yeah and then I think around that same time Jess is with her boyfriend having the discussion about like he wants to marry her or at first he doesn't want to lose a baby and she's like I've got all these things I want to do and I don't want to and I don't yeah. want to get married and he's like losing it because he's all stressed out you know about mm. it or whatever so they have an argument 
in the mean and while this is going on and then the 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 you know the the, the caretaker woman who runs the place is in her room packing and she's mm-hmm. like kind of a drunk she's kind of funny she's kind of a drunk she's, I, I enjoy her humorous you know interludes like where she's kind of talking and doing stupid stuff and she's funny there's bottles everywhere there's a bottle in the back of the toilet there's yeah, a bottle yeah, in this yeah, hollowed yeah. out book like She's very. It's they're making it very apparent. She's a very hardcore closet yeah, I, drunk, but she's very funny too, though. Yeah, genuinely yeah, funny. Like I laughed, you know. Yeah, yeah. You wonder who's a bigger drunk, her or Margot Kidder or Barb, uh, Margot Kidder's character. You know, I wonder if they they have like you know contests to see who can like you know knock back yeah, more booze or whatever. They're doing shots, shot for shot. Yeah. So anyway, she and knows, they invite the girl from like uh, Indiana Jones. Uh, and she was doing shots. Oh, Karen Allen. Karen, yeah. she, Karen Allen's in there, and then there's they, then it gets the fisticuffs. So anyway, I think what is it? The, 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 the old lady goes up into the attic, right? She hears something. She hears the cat. She's looking for this cat. She's Claude or whatever the cat's name. Yeah, was. and then but then like I don't know if they no they don't show he didn't kill the cat. No, uh, no, no, he didn't. She's like looking around, and then she sees that that wrapped up asphyxiated first girl, and she's like ah, oh. and then they do the old swing the gigantic hook yes exactly on the yeah. ropes like that that cr- the 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 what are those called hoist hoist yeah, hoist yeah. so he hits her with that and then he pulls her up and she's a big gal so again this guy must be the hulk so uh yeah so now he's killed her too and he's got them both in the attic yeah of course throughout the whole of this movie he's not even the police investigate the whole house nope this like i said this is the worst police force ever Ever in the world, yeah, ever a hundred percent ever. You know, John Saxon, you, you're one of the one of the badasses, but you're yeah, not you got to get tighter on some of that investigation stuff, bro. So anyway, now you got two down, yeah, and like eighteen more something. <laughs> I don't know, and, but they're out looking for people, and there's like a lot. We're we're skipping over a lot because there, there was like tons of, like, of stuff going yeah, on, yeah, intertwining plot points or whatever. And, and then uh, for some reason, this is the one part I was like, huh. He just like goes psycho up in the attic, and they do the POV stuff where he's knocking over horses. Yeah, he has and shit, like an attack. Like, yeah, he's just going crazy, and you're like, okay, that's weird. So then you got then the boyfriend comes back to the house to like you know straight up soap opera, soap stuff. opera, soap opera to try to like you know get Jess back, and she gives him the old like, you know, like the I'm an bro. independent woman, and this and that and the other thing, and he just like storms out angry, but he storms out right when I think John Saxon and the other yeah. guys, so like that makes him suspicious. Yep. And you also this movie, most movies that we watch, but this one in general in particular, you really get a better understanding of this like. Of socially how things have changed. Yes. That was the beginning of I can I can I can bring home the bacon and fry it up in the pan stuff like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now it is. It's not even a like. There's not even a second thought that everyone's going to be working. There's no real woman stays home. None of that crap. Everybody works. Yeah, everyone works because you gotta. So it's it's a lot. And, and you get food is, whenever. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe on the weekends you make a meal or something. This is. This is where you kind of notice you're like, wow, that was still prevalent back then, and I can remember a little bit of that sure, crap. Lot, and uh, yeah. you know, you just if you stop and take a moment to think about it, think about how much we've changed. You know, it's what fifty years, forty years. Yeah, 30, forty years. Forty yeah, years. Seventy-four. And yeah. there has been some sweeping social and economic changes, and not all for the good. I must yeah. say. No, not yeah, exactly. I'm not saying one way or the other. I'm just mean like, wow. But anyway, go ahead. So anyway. The the the, the co- you know I could have done without that part the 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 whole the soap opera thing yeah well like, they're, they're trying to give you a red herring of course they're yeah. trying and to, it works the, yeah to it does work to some degree yeah I mean they're trying to insinuate that maybe he's like the lunatic or whatever and then 
you know, John Saxon asked her that. She goes, well, he, you know, I think she either she talks with Saxon or with uh, Phyllis. Yeah, Phyllis. She, it can't be him because he was here while one of the phone calls was he, he being asked made. Her, no, Saxon asked her on the phone because at this point the cops have tapped the phone lines and there's one sitting out front. So now they're like, okay, we're on to this. Yeah. You know, now now we're going to start trying to chase the source and figure out what this what's going on with this because they hear one of the phone calls and they're like, Jesus Christ. This is craziness, you know. Yeah, after like three tries, they finally were able to like... And another thing about this movie is, too, you usually get the phone call after somebody's been murdered. Yeah. The phone call usually comes after somebody's been murdered. So, so and then the next phone call that this girl gets, the, the star, I forget what her name, what's her name? Uh, Jess is her Jess. name in the movie, yeah. Um, he start, he's doing that, I'm devil, I'm devil. And then he goes, but he also, he says exactly what that guy said to her. Yeah. And then she's like, "Wait, what?" Like she, like, like she, she said something like, "Oh my, God, oh my," so I forget what she said that tipped him off, because then he hung up and Saxon was like, "Uh, what was that? Why did you say that?" And she's like, "Oh, just startled me or whatever." And he's like, "Are you sure about that?" Because he knew he was like that meant something that struck a chord, you know. So in the meantime, they they leave a cop watching outside. They did in a car. And they left and, him dead. And and then Care Delay, her boyfriend, is you can see a scene where he's outside still, like, you know. Oh yeah, he's flipping out, he smashed a bulb or something like yeah, that. Yeah, no, he no, he went he went back first he goes back to the conservatory after she tells him she's yeah. gonna get married and he smashes the piano. Yeah, he's just wailing on his grand piano, you're like, Yeah, thanks, bro. So you know he's freaking losing it. And then there's a couple of scenes after that where he's standing outside, still standing outside the 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 sorority house. Again, leading you to, but you know it's not him because you. Can, yeah. I mean, nowadays you know it's not him because you've seen this story before. But back then, I guess they were trying to, yeah, they're trying to, you know, uh, you know, give you. So in the meantime, while all this is going on, she said the Barb was drunk out of her head. Yeah. And she's in her room sleeping it off, and Jess is downstairs because it's a big house. I mean, it's a humongous place. It almost looks like it's a freaking so, yeah, hotel it's a, it's or a, it's something. It's a sorority house. It's it's big, you know. So then you hear like, all of a sudden the guy seems to be coming down from the attic. Because you see the POV shot, and then it cuts to Jess, I think, and then you hear like, like Barb's room, and she's like, she sounds like she's being strangled or choking or whatever. And when Jess goes back up, it was just that she had a bad dream and she has emphysema or something like that. She had no, to give uh, her a puffer yeah, or no, asthma. Asthma, or something. that's what it is. And she had to give her a puffer. She goes, oh, I had a bad dream that I saw some guy in the room, and obviously, you know, whatever, yeah. you know. So apparently, Jess thinks she's okay. She goes back down there. Barb goes to... And the know, camera Barb. is shot suspiciously through this very, a glass, exactly. phallically long, unicorned, unicorn, horned unicorn, yeah. yeah. So then, you know, Barb, she goes back downstairs. Barb goes back to sleep, and then, you know, you know, the lunatic grabs a unicorn, and that's probably the bloodiest scene in the movie. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, he hacks her up with it. Yeah, he gets her up with it, and then, of course, afterwards, you get a phone call, and blah, blah, blah. See, now that, yeah, but then there's still two left. Yeah, uh, there's Because there's that couple, the... Uh, because remember, he kills... Mr. Phil, you know, Andrea Martin. Yeah, he kills those two as well. Well, she's still left at this point in the movie, but yeah, right. yeah she ends up getting <laughs> killed by him, and then, yeah. and then the only one left is Jess. There's nobody and, else. Yeah, at one point, then the cops... The cop goes... There's a guy at the phone thing, and boy, they're showing the analog phone systems, oh, yeah. and you're like, wow. Yeah, the guy's remember gotta run crap? to find, like, which phone is the... Yeah, there's, uh, like, these massive, like, boiler banks. room phone yeah. banks underneath... And he figures it out, and he calls her, and he's like, the calls are coming from in the house. Now, this was something, when I was a kid, that line, the calls are coming from in the house, get out of the house, 
I didn't think was from this movie. I maybe because it because it was parodied. That was like really popular. <coughs> Get out know. of the house. The calls are coming from inside the yeah, house. Yeah, maybe. And I, I but it must have been from this movie. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. there, yeah. unless they used that line in like numerous movies, but I swear when I was a kid that was like everyone used to say that. Yeah. Like as a parody, or they was on shows as a parody. Well, it, like, it probably was on maybe on a TV show or on a B movie, and the, the writer just like hijacked it or yeah, maybe. took it for the movie. Anyway, yeah. So they're, they're warning her that there's somebody in the house. And, like, you know, call her, you know, get out. And she's like, of course, she does the opposite. Yeah, of course. Why listen to anybody, right? So she goes and she grabs, like, one of the pokers from the fireplace or whatever. And then, like, you know, Looney Luna to Billy, which I guess is his name, yeah. you know, starts coming after her. And then, in the meantime, they cut to the outside of the house. And you see that the police officer that was watching it is dead. His throat was slit. Yeah. But then, they also cut to a scene of the boyfriend who's walking around outside, so you're like, oh, is it him or is it not him or whatever, you know. So we're getting this a little bit confused, but they're trying to set it up so you really at this point don't know. Even though supposedly Jess knows that he's not, it's not him. So right. he does, she does a chase with the guy through the house and he grabs her hair and he's missing her. So she finally locks herself up in the in the basement and she and she puts the, uh, you know, the, uh, the the bolts at close, which is interesting because it doesn't look like a big bolt. And obviously, dude's like a psycho, and he has psycho yeah. strength because he carried this woman up the stairs with no problem. But okay, fine. He gives, he lives, he leaves her downstairs, and he gives up or whatever. Yeah. He goes back up, and she's like downstairs, like, you know, flipping out. She's hiding. She's like hiding like a scared mouse kind of thing. And then like, the cops are coming, and then all of a sudden she's looking out the window, and you see a guy walking out. But then you can tell from the voice it's the boyfriend. Right. So the boyfriend's back and he's like. But then you to wonder how did he know that she's in the basement? But again, again, maybe he couldn't get into the front door, so he's trying the basement or yeah, something. Yeah. And Jess, he's like, Jess, is that you? Jess, is that you? Blah blah blah. And she's like, ah, she's like freaking zoned out of her she's mind. She's like hiding. Like, she's just really quietly hiding with a with a poker, a fire poker. Yeah. Right. Because uh, I and I, like right in the beginning when when she chased him, when she went upstairs, she grabbed the poker and I was like, who the hell's gonna get a poker? You get a gun. But then I was like, "There's no guns." No, in not in college. Yeah, that's uh, and that like because I was thinking back, the only time in my life I haven't been armed was when I was in Korea because you can't have a gun there, and when I was in college, and, and so I I was like, "Oh, okay. well, you, it was well." well you, you were born armed though, weren't you? You were born with a six shooter by your yeah, side. Yeah, pretty much. Cool. <laughs> I got my first gun when I was seven. You did nice. Oh, yeah. I got a Pelagon when I was uh, seven, but not a real gun. Been shooting a long time. <laughs> but anyway, so, anyway, that, so, she so actually, that was well written. That made sense. Actually, you know? before she gets chased by Billy, she actually goes upstairs because she's hearing something. Of course, the cop's telling you, don't go, get out of the house. And then and the idiot cop actually tells her, because there's somebody in there, you know, which sets her off even worse. Yeah. So she starts going upstairs. Instead of getting out, she goes upstairs, and then she opens up one of the rooms. He goes, Barb, are you in there, Barb? She opens up the room, and Barb and Phyllis are both dead yeah. in the bed there or whatever. Everyone's you know? dead. They're all dead. So that's so. when Billy starts going crazy, and he's chasing, and then she's locked herself in the basement. So anyway, she's in the basement. She's out of her mind, and she sees her boyfriend walking outside. Yeah. And you see, like, that big shadow yeah. of him out there and he's like you know jess are you there and he's like he's like opening up he's like he's like taking the frost off the windows and she's just like cowering and and he, he smashes the he window to get smashing in smashing the window to get in you know and i'm like okay you know i mean there's nobody there what are you doing you yeah, know but he's weird. a looney tunes which is kind of insinuated already that he's yeah. like, so he breaks in there and he's like jess are you there i guess he must have seen her right and i so i think he saw her at first and then she just slowly went back into the shadows yeah because she's uh, like 
she's like out of her she's mind. She's scared, man. She's scared. So he's to coming death. towards like, her, and they're like he's coming towards her, and he's like smiling. He goes, Jess, what's the matter, Jess? And then it cuts. Yeah. Cuts to the cops getting there. They see the Saxon. They kick the door, and they're they like, kick the door, and they see the dead cop in the front. So they kick the door in, and they're looking around. They're looking around. They look around everywhere except the attic. Yeah. So Boy. they find the bodies, mm. and then finally they find her. And she's lying there. And they sedate her, so they give her... Well, no, when they find her, she's, like, freaking out of it, and her boyfriend's, like, dead. Yep. So it's uh, so it's, it's obvious that she, mm. like, flipped out, and she beat him to death yeah. with the poker. And and Saxon's like, ah, I knew, I knew, I knew it, was it was that kid all the time. And then, yeah. uh, and then they sedate her, and she's in bed. So she's Cause, in a bed. Because yeah, they're like, well, you're not going to talk to her now, because she's... And then, and then the other girl's dad is in the room, too. See, I took it a different way, though. Because what you had said, she... I took it as... He got. He was killed by the killer. Like I, I think the killer was in, was chasing because he was chasing her. I think he got in and killed that Maybe. guy and put her. And she was in shock, so Saxon couldn't ask her how the guy died. I don't know. I mean, either way, I, it doesn't matter. I either way, interpreted is that right. she was so out of her mind that when the guy came in, he, he, she, she, she just him. lost it and just and hit it, whoever. And it, Maybe she couldn't even see who it yeah. was, and she just swung the. Or uh, she thought he was the killer. This is a so movie that leaves you yeah. with a lot of questions. At so the n- end. neither, none of those are right or wrong. We don't know. You know, like it's up to your own interpretation, yeah. which makes it a good movie. That's yeah. one of the things that makes this yeah, intriguing. Because I, I read, know. well, we'll get to the end. And I read there was an, an alternate ending that, like Warner Brothers suggested, and the director said no. Anyway, so she's left lying in bed, comatose. She's sedated. The the other girl, the first girl that got killed, uh, uh, um, father's there, and then he likes flipping out, and they take him. So then they all decide that, okay, we've searched the house. We can't find anything except the attic. Yeah, they didn't search the attic. Yeah. And then, you know, we're going to go. Let's leave her here to rest. I don't know why they would leave her there is no way in front of the end house by way. herself. To turn the lights off and leave. With just one cop in the front of the house. No way. No way There's no that way that would have happened. Again, the world's worst police force. So then they leave her there. There's a cop watching the front. And then all of a sudden, you, the camera pans, the POV pans. Yeah. Goes up the attic, and you see the attic door opening, and you know... Dude's still you know, there? Dude's still there, and then it cuts to the outside of the house, and the cop's standing there, and then all of a sudden, it's like the phone rings and rings and rings, and now, like I said before, all throughout this movie, whenever the phone rings, it usually means somebody's been killed, so I guess we're left up to the interpretation that he yep. killed her, but I don't know, because it's not answered in the movie. So There you go. That's great. A, 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 supposedly, what I was going to get to, I read in some of the notes... That Warner Brothers didn't like the ending, and they were gonna. What they wanted them to do was have a scene at the end where, when she's lying there in bed, all of a sudden the guy who comes down and he goes, "Agnes, you know we shouldn't be doing this." Is the boyfriend of the first girl, you know, fur coat guy, Art Hangel. Huh. That's what they wanted to do. They have him be the killer. No, it's way but, better. Way but, better as it is. But it's better as it is. The director yeah. was right, and um, you know, it's a, it's a good movie. It's it not as movie. scary as I thought it was going to be, but it's tense. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit my notes just like I as I always do to make sure I got everything. Uh, yeah. Boy, a a human operator. At one point, Margaret could have goes click click operator. We're getting some noise on this line, and I was like, oh my god, a human. Yeah. Get out of here. And it also it cracked me up when that late when she was getting that kid drunk. There was like this kid charity for Santa, and she was giving the kid booze. Yeah, that's and right. And that made yeah. me laugh, and it made me laugh because that's right. Yeah. My grandfather used to give me beer all <laughs> the right. time. That's right. I got beer when I was a little kid. All I the didn't time. Like it. I didn't like it. I loved it. My dad, my, my grandmother would be like, "Only a swig," and he would laugh because he knew I would drink like half the glass. You know, 
And uh, yeah, there was a lot of like background goofiness going on, which makes oh, the movie yeah. better because it almost seems like there was a lot of improvisation going on, somewhat in the background. But yeah. <laughs> and I wrote, this movie really reminds me. I hate phones. I hate the ringing. I hate the pranks, etc., etc. And then my four lines line says, turns out I also hate barking dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, and then the, just the only other thing was at the end, there was no way that they would have just left that girl lying there no. and, and turn off the lights and buy everyone. No, like, they would have taken her to the hospital. hospital and, uh, or they would have had like a bunch of people No, there. like lockdown, like you Terminator. Want, how are you going to leave know? a girl in a house by herself with one lonely cop? Like, obviously, this is a small, small, <laughs> small Just town. like write a note, sorry about your dead friend, see ya, and then just tack it to her or something. Yeah, and no. that didn't make any sense. But I guess for the dramatic... This ending of the movie, whatever. Yep, you know. Sorry to talk, talk over that. This yeah, was sorry. a very good movie. Um, you know, what are you going to give this one? I'll give it an 8. Yeah, 8.5. I'm, 8. I'm, 8. I'm at an 8. I was going to give it a 9, but I was like, 9 is pretty high. I, it it would have been It would have been a 9 if, like, um, it would have been a little more... I don't Pillow know, fights? Boobs? Yeah, maybe no, a graphic, kidding, too, uh. maybe. But the, the director was definitely aiming to be... Um, more Make a good movie. Subtle. He was very. He wasn't. He wasn't trying to exploit as much as he was. And before, that's great. You know? It's a very. And he went out he, to be a you know big time director. Yeah, he did uh, Christmas Story. And Porky's, which was a B, which was really a B movie. So which one was better, Porky's or Christmas? Christmas Story. Story. Yeah, but okay. I like Porky's a lot. Though. <laughs> yeah, I do both. like Porky's a lot. I do like that. De- depending on your audience, that could yeah. go either way. It doesn't. Yeah, it's true just because the Christmas Story is like Harold is awesome. Doesn't mean that Porky's isn't better. There's some very but, funny. But scenes, I, I, I you know? do like Death Dream better than this movie. I yeah, do like. I do. Yeah, I do like Death Dream better than this movie. That's I, cool. It's more. I think it's 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 in a lot of ways it's more shocking to me <laughs> anyway. But anyway, you yeah. know that's the. And we still haven't watched Children Shouldn't Play with Dead Things, but that's a goofy movie. All right. That's his first one, filmed in Miami also. We'll play that. We're going we'll, we'll, to we'll, Miami. We'll, we'll say that for the next Florida, you know, film fest or whatever. Okay. Anyway. All right. I guess that's it for this week. Yeah. Got, got anything it else? Are we done? Week. Well, happy, have a very merry Black Christmas, everyone. That's right. And uh, we'll see you next week. Next week, boobs. Nice. Boobs. Always look forward to that. That's the present from us to you. And, uh, yeah. My name's Mal. With me, as always. Dr. Morbius, the gift, that will, give, the gift that keeps on giving. We are the gift that keeps giving. Boobs and us. <laughs> See you next week. Oh, we're week. boobs. We have boobs and boobs. They're cops. Boobs and boobs. Yes. They're cops. That's a store in the mall, boobs and boobs, I think. Sure. Why not? Or maybe that's a plastic surgeon down the street. And he's at the mall. So. Exactly. Yeah, nice. It all ties together, bro. Are we done? Yes.